0: You broke me.
1: Hey guys, this is Thinking Out Loud. I'm Isha. I'm Mava. And I'm Mahir.
0: And today's episode is about the importance of hobbies. Learning about the importance of hobbies was something I had to discover a couple months ago as I was getting super in my head with all the work I had to do and I was super stressed all the time. And my dear friend Isha, Told me that I need to calm down and find a hobby that's completely and utterly unrelated to everything. And I think that's one of the big reasons why we wanted to talk about this episode, because talk about this topic, because for me it was super helpful. I know it was important for Mahir as well. Isha, I'm sure you've had some moments when you've had to just like calm down and find like the hobby and that's not related to anything, um, because it's important for your mental health. If you look at the actual definition of
1: a hobby, Okay, I'm going to quote this from our favorite auntie, Google. It's an activity done regularly in one's leisure time for pleasure. Hobbies are literally designed for you to have fun. But like you might be saying, oh, it's imp- un- it's unproductive. I could be doing better things and get work done. Oh, the cap. Shut up.
0: Hobbying makes you stress less. Mayda back me up here. I can majorly back her up on that. I was so stressed a couple months ago that I became probably the most annoying person in the world to hang out with. You guys can agree with that, probably prove my point there. But- Thanks. (laughs) No problem. No, but I think getting a hobby kind of helped me calm down and realize that not everything you need to do is productive. And that helped me stress way less. And like that's shown with research, people with hobbies are less likely to suffer from stress, low mood, depression, anxiety, that sort
2: of thing, because it gives you an outlet for your stress and it gives you a place to relax. Hobbies also usually allow people to escape from reality and experience things differently. For example, people with artistic hobbies such as painting, drawing, cooking. Cooking's not really artistic, but like dancing or like I will find listening to music is so artistic. Okay, but like compared to painting, you know. I paint cakes. Okay, you know what, meds. Anyways, <laughs> so people with artistic hobbies such as cooking um, probably express their feelings through their hobbies because they see those hobbies as a place to vent. For example, me personally, I used to be a dancer. I danced for about 11 years and... Um, even though like I was a kid when I was a dancer, um, I used to have like a lot of emotions built up and everything. And dance was like my way of letting everything out. Dance was my dance was my outlet. That was the only outlet I had for a really, really, really long time. So people with hobbies, they usually have them just so that they can let go of all of their stress, which is accumulated. And that's part
0: of why it's so beneficial for your mental health, right? It gives you a place to let go of all that stress like you've mentioned. I also think that hobbies give you an opportunity to explore who you are outside of just like the mundane work that you have to do every day, be it for school, work, university, whatever. It gives you an opportunity to grow yourself as a person and kind of deepen who you
2: are. Adding on to what meta said, hobbies can help you discover who you really are. They can allow you to relate to people on a different level, and they can also help you change your perspective. They can help you see things differently and they can help you see the world differently.
0: I think a great example of that is any single person with a hobby of reading. Take me for example, Tiny Little Elementary School Me was the biggest bookworm you will meet in your life. And I think that gave me the opportunity to explore a lot of interesting opinions through various authors and books. And I think hobbies give you the opportunity to do that and they help you rediscover your interests and your strengths past just
2: what you're forced to do by society. Not only do hobbies help you rediscover who you really are, they also make each and every person on this planet extremely unique. Even though you and another person may have the same hobby, how those hobbies really impact who you are and how they actually affect your perspective is what truly makes you different and makes you stand out from other people. And for those of you who look for the,
0: I don't wanna use the word value because hobbies are valuable in and of themselves. But for those of you who look for the external use of having these hobbies, they can also help you with university applications, right? They help make you more two-dimensional. They turn you into a real person past just your grades, which everyone tends to look the same in.
1: I know when going for university applications, universities always ask the same basic question. What leadership positions have you been in? But also, what they do ask is, what do you do for fun? And I always get this question. What do you do for fun? Now, I don't want to say I work. I don't want to say I scroll through Instagram, even though that is the honest answer. But I want to give another honest answer. I want to say things like, I memorize dances from Just Dance 2020. Isn't that much more interesting? It definitely is. Exactly. And universities want to get to know your work style. Yes. But also you. They want to get to know you. Find something
0: for you, not for uni. And when you find a hobby for you, you end up getting all of these lovely other side benefits that you didn't expect, such as like you talked about the immensely improved mental health potentially. You can get more sleep because people think that it's a common myth that if you spend all of your leisure time on hobbies, you're going to get less sleep, you're going to have less time for other things like like physical health. That's not true. A study done in Pittsburgh showed that people who spend more time on their hobbies actually got better sleep because they were less stressed. Damn, I want better sleep. I think
2: every teenager in the
0: world wants better sleep. I don't even
2: want to hear it. You sleep for like 14 hours a day out of 24. Okay, I aspire to be you.
1: Yeah, but who said any of those hours
2: are good sleep? Don't come at
1: me. (laughs)
2: How do you bad sleep for 14 hours? Like, I'm genuinely curious. How does a person bad sleep for 14 hours?
0: Teach us your ways.
1: Okay, but is 14 hours of sleep 15? No, is 15 better? Yes, there's always a higher goal to reach. This is my spotlight quote. Take it off.
0: (laughs) Can that please be your spotlight quote? Okay, but that brings up a really interesting point. Too much free time can also be bad. A recent study showed that having too much idle time makes us just as unhappy as not having enough free time. The ideal amount of free time is apparently 2.5 hours a day, which I think is super doable for people, right? Carve out half an hour wherever you have time to do something fun, something you love. Be it as simple as a skincare routine or reading a book or even playing like a short round of Among us, if that's not already dead. But that'll help, you know? It'll give you all of these benefits from hobbies, like the more sleep we talked about, like the lower stress. It'll give you an increased amount of happiness and they'll give you this engagement, but you're missing in your current life because we're all online. Quarantine has really just like made us so boring, made
1: every day just the same old. I think. A really important tip. I agree with you, Maida. Bring something into your daily routine that stands out. Without something to do for pure enjoyment, daily life just becomes black and white.
2: Okay, but Isha, you're literally not wrong. Like, yes, it is sad, but you're straight up speaking facts right now. Like, where's the cat, bro? Oh no, not the Toronto language. (laughs) I'm cringing, I'm dying here. Anyways, adding on to what Isha and Maida just said, There are a lot of ways, my brain is buffering so bad. Anyways, adding on to what Ishanreda just said, there are a lot of hobbies that you can possibly choose from. Although in my opinion, you can't really choose a hobby because hobbies choose you. For example, going back to the dance thing, I've tried a bunch of things throughout my life. I've tried swimming, I've tried skating, I've tried a lot of different things in my life, but dance was the only thing that actually stood out. Dance was the one thing that I really, really, really wanted to do. And I always kept going back to. It was the one thing that ensured that every single time I said, I'm fine, I actually meant it because dancing allowed me to be fine all the time. I was able to have a safe space to let out my feelings and express my emotions all the time. And not only did I find something that I absolutely loved doing, I was also able to find people and form connections with those who, dan- who also use dance as an outlet for their emotions. And I think an important
0: part to finding something that's as beneficial or vital to you, like Dance was with hair, is literally trying everything you can think of. I cannot tell you how many extracurriculars I did when I was younger, in the hope of finding my hobby. But in the end, it was something I was doing not all along, but it was something that was part of my everyday life, which was like cooking and baking and reading. Hobbies can be anywhere. It's just a matter of looking for them and trying everything in the universe.
1: And you don't even have enough time to do that. Okay, let's do the math. Uh, I'm not very good at math, but we're going to try. So the the average human lifespan is 80 years. You're in school for 18 years, high school and elementary. I don't know what's before, like university, right? Four more for uni and then two more for master's if you really do it. So let's say education takes 20 years, right? You work till the age of 64 for men and 62 for women. So let's go with 40 years of work, right? Now you have 20 years left. That's not very much of your life and it's not even your prime years. So don't save your hobbies and your interests for the last minute. I get it, we're Gen Z and we procrastinate like hell. But 75% of your best years of your life will be wasted. So in order to choose a hobby, think about this. When you are on your deathbed, if you have regrets, you lived life wrong. Yes, it's possible to live life wrong, right? So make a bucket list so that
0: doesn't happen. What do you actually wanna do? We don't have time, people. That's so scary to think about. I think he might have just given me an existential crisis. I mean, you're right, but wow. I think that I I wasn't even thinking about how important it is. But yeah, I completely agree with you. Like, find a hobby now. Don't push off happiness until later. I'm still like reeling from that. Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for the exit. I, I, I can't even say it now. Thanks for for
2: the existential crisis, Isha. Damn, you really are having an existential crisis. You broke me. While we're on the topic of making a bucket list, there are things that you can put on your bucket list that are super healthy and super impactful while the others may not be considered as healthy. For example, scrolling through TikTok all of the time during your free time watching Netflix, watching YouTube, and doing absolutely nothing else during your free time is healthy but only in moderation. When I say moderation, I mean 25% of the time it might be healthy because you just need a break from everything going on in your life. But then there's that other 75% of the time where it's not helpful in any possible way because again, you're just wasting your time and you're not actually growing as a person. I think a good way to determine
0: which hobbies are better in moderation than others is to think about whether they're passive or active. Active doesn't mean working out and exercising. I would never call working out one of my hobbies. Let's not do that. <laughs> but by active, I mean like you're doing something, be that reading or cooking or dancing or even gaming with your friends. So you're doing something as opposed to passive hobbies where you're scrolling through your phone, watching YouTube, I think that's where the distinction comes because with active hobbies, you're doing something, you're learning something, you're trying something new, you're having fun. Whereas passive hobbies are just like a way to escape from reality, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that that does make sense. You just have to know what's productive and what's not. Just like moderation is key. Quarantine is almost ending. So this is definitely the best time to start finding a hobby. How I started is I started a Chloe Ting program with um, Meva and Meher and, you know, everyone else in this podcast. It did not last for the rest of us. Spoiler. It worked out for me, right? Find a partner and hold yourself accountable. And it's totally normal if a hobby is not for you.
0: For sure. If you find that something isn't for you, don't be scared to stop doing it, you know? Don't have this mentality of I've already put so much time in, I'm committed. That's not really accurate because it doesn't matter how much time you've already put in. If it's not giving you any benefits now, why keep doing it? What's happened in the past has happened. Now focus on maximizing the time you have. So if you try, I don't know, I'm gonna pick something random, try horseback riding for like a month and you decide you don't like it, that's okay. Maybe horseback riding isn't for you. Maybe, I'm trying to think of something else really random. Fishing. Maybe fishing is. (laughs) Don't be scared to try hobbies and to stop doing things that don't give you happiness.
1: So from this entire conversation, we can see how important choosing a hobby really is. What do you enjoy doing right now? Can it be a hobby? If yes, then make it a hobby. Did you enjoy something as a child? Bring it back. That's a hobby. Take one of those online quizzes. I swear to God, there are way too many on the internet. It might actually help though. Just start trying things and see what sticks. Copy a friend for all I care. Just don't regret not trying things. I'm only 16 and I regret not sticking with gymnastics. I regret not taking risks. And I guess this takes us into our main takeaways.
2: My main takeaway for you guys is that hobbies are supposed to be a way to release stress. They're the things that teach you to see the world from a different perspective, which is probably only known to you. This is why hobbies are important.
1: My main takeaway is very basic. Be authentic. And I actually mean it. You're probably thinking, but Isha, I'm not interesting. Then be interesting. If you're
2: not, that's just low-key sad. Can I just say that Isha's main takeaway gives off the vibe. It's like, you know, like those memes that were going around, if you're just homeless, buy a home. If you have asthma, just breathe. It's a is kind of doable. Get yourself a hobby and you
0: automatically 10X how interesting you are. Um, My main takeaway, it's about value. Not everything you need to do or devote time to necessarily needs to be useful. It's okay to spend times to spend time doing things that are just for fun. Give yourself a chance to live. Don't live for the future. Live in the present and do things that are fun right now. Don't have this mentality of, oh, you know, I've worked for the last 30 hours, but I can't take a break because it's not valuable. Give yourself breaks, give yourself opportunities to have fun. And that wraps up our episode for today. We hope you learned something. We hope you have a new hobby to go try out or spend some more time doing. Toodles!